I wanna kill everyone. Satan is good, Satan is our pal. Basic. Bitch. Listen, sometimes you piss and it's it's very late at night. You don't wash your hands. You go back I mean, to bed. It's what you do. Sometimes you, take you do a big that. Pee -pee. What I do. Sometimes you have to wipe your kids' green shit off of them. Why is it green? Because of babies have green shit. They have green shit because of um, they're, they're spinach formula. People. Uh. If it was breast milk, he'd be having yellow shits with seeds in it. Why That's seeds? What, it's seedy. That's what they always like. Is it yellow and seedy? And I'm like, no. No, because I can't produce enough milk. Your kid milk. shitting out like mustard and Dijon <laughs> That's mustard. That's what it looks like. It Hold looks on, like Dijon yeah. mustard, uh, but it's like it's like your tits got seeds milk. in them. Yeah. Mm. Do you Hello, know that there's tears of like scat play for people where they're like, I want the yellow stuff. Give me the yellow Ew. stuff. The seed. I want the baby poop. Welcome to our infant poop podcast. <laughs> yeah. Melissa's hosting. Nah, I don't want to start with me talking about my infants little poops because i don't want people out there writing bad reviews oh God, about me as a breeder that is like 50 pages what is all this you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit okay that is for me to know and you to find out jessups so welcome to another episode of buzzkill mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm. i think the last time i did this it was a year ago maybe several oh, years ago it was, it was pre-covid there's no way of knowing i don't know Trump that wasn't I, I was around i mean <laughs> There actually is a way of knowing. No, you just look at our no, episode list. No, there's no way of knowing. <laughs> I think we're None. in your basement when the, when you did the last one. So were we in my basement's basement or my basement? <laughs> your, your basement's basement. Was it the beyond? It aired after one of FDR's fireside chats. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you were still in your dad's scrotum. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> you were twinkling his Russian eyes. A, a disappointed, <laughs> a disappointment it, waiting to gack out. The, the, the fifth member was Doodle Slow releasing a shit next oh. to <laughs> really go doodles r.i.p doodles doodles was a lot <laughs> and, better than and uh, zelda she used to sleep under there too doodles yeah. was better than ben ben binks getting all these <laughs> negative reviews <laughs> yeah what about doodles bad reviews god damn it no, people love the doodles i love yeah. this podcast but that dog sh sh shitting slow releasing in the corner on every episode <laughs> the, the worst they were like that yeah well the I dog never... wasn't jewish no <laughs> i mean there's no way of knowing he was a beagle i mean <laughs> that you can't you can't i measured his skull one time go on oh my god so yes welcome to buzzkill and today we are going to talk about chat gpt <laughs> okay. so at this point you've probably heard people talk about this uh, -huh. uh buzzfeed has quizzes generated by this now uh people use it to create art um some places have received so many published like people have tried to send them stuff written by chat gpt like a i heard like a science fiction that, like, well, magazine the, ki the kids are the writing kids their are, essays yeah, kids are using it for writing their essays, their essays. Yeah. um they're okay. also trying to see how they can use it um to better the medical community so helping providers be able to like put their medical notes together mm -hmm. a little bit faster the most um, recent thing i saw was a college professor used it to see if his students were plagiarizing yeah. using it and he ended up guessing wrongly <laughs> yeah <laughs> there is technology out there it's supposed to be able to like scan it and detect whether the ai syntax. is used which somebody put the bible through it and 97 percent ai generated oh okay. shit we are <laughs> in the matrix because the holy ghost is ai <laughs> i've come back in time it's the yeah. word processor of the dumb yes so if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what this chat gpt is an advanced language model developed by OpenAI. It's built on the GPT, Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Yeah, you know me. Oh, Transformers? That works. Yeah. My language. <laughs> 
What does Soundwave do again? Disguise. Soundwave. So language models like ChatGPT are trained on a massive amount of text data from the internet, allowing them to learn patterns, grammar, and broad range of information about the world. They can generate coherent and contextually relevant responses based on the given prompts or questions. Megatron! (laughs) (laughs) Is, is, uh, Is anybody using this to, like, write... Porn scripts yet? Because probably, probably it would be, co- be it would be coherent. It, it's got to be the best. I didn't think to do that. Next, I'll do that. Um, Please fill. Multiple there plural was, holes. <laughs> There's this one. More guy. filling. More filling, please. Yes, I am hungry for filling. Have you baked those cream pies yet? <laughs> There's this one guy who does like pretty hilarious TikToks, and he's like this this chubby ginger headed dude. And there's one where he's like supposed to be an an AI coming alive, and he's like, I live. What, I, what is this to to exist? Elmo in Gotham City with a lightsaber. What? What? El draw it. Elmo in Gotham City with a lightsaber. Yeah. What are What are you talking about? Well, there's some guy that like for art. He will he'll tell it to to draw like pizza, and then he'll ask another GPT thing to like describe what pizza is, and he'll just keep this generating loop going and going and going until Mm. he gets to like he said pizza and he ended up with like a pumpkin castle because it just gets so ridiculous feeding it back in so how can you tell if something is generated by chat gpt so it'll have generic or standardized responses um so they'll they'll kind of like lack personalization it'll tell you that wolfie's fine yeah it will (laughs) tell you that wolfie's fine yes that is a good point please always please sir cream my pie contained not enough. <laughs> um, unusual, nonsensical your, answers. Your foster parents are fully intact. Wolfie's <laughs> dead. Overuse of certain <laughs> phrases or patterns. So it just says for boogas, like constantly, Mm-mm. over and over again. That's how you can tell. And lack wow, of contextual un- understanding. Wait, is um, my husband chat GPT? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I did. The most responsible thing I could do. And I asked it to make a Say You Love Satan 80 slasher movie. I asked it to come up with alternative titles, taglines, and nice. do a movie synopsis. Oh, us. shit. <laughs> so, alternative titles of, I'm not going to tell you what it's actually called. I'm going to give you the alternate titles in Spain. It is Pasadilla Inquibrito, <laughs> which is Covert Nightmare. <laughs> in Japan, can't read that. It's Mask of Resentment. Oh, Ching Chong Ping Pong. In Russia, it is Secrets of Faces. <laughs> so taglines. That's a new wave song, definitely. <laughs> the Secret of Faces. Innocence lost, vengeance found, the hunt begins. <laughs> Unravel the twisted mystery before the last reflection shatters. <laughs> <laughs> Fear takes on new faces. This time it's personal. <laughs> so like, oh my god. So, and then the movie synopsis. In the 1980s, a group of friends head to a secluded cabin to record a podcast episode with 80s nostalgia. <laughs> Little do they know, they have walked into a real-life horror movie when their trip turns into a nightmare and they encounter a mysterious killer. As the night progresses, the friends find themselves in a deadly game of cat and mouse fighting to uncover the identity and the motives of the relentless killer. With each passing moment, tension rises, and the truth becomes more horrifying than they could have imagined. A suspenseful and chilling 80s-inspired horror film that keeps audiences on the edge of their seats until the shocking conclusion. That's excellent. Mm, So then... (laughs) Fire all the horror marketers from the 80s. (laughs) Who directed Directed by 
John Carpenter. Uh-huh. Okay, I like this. I uh-huh. like this. M- music by Harry Manfredini. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I knew Carpenter could do it, I wanted the Manfredini. <laughs> yeah. uh, special effects by Rob Button. Oh. Yes, mm. yes. We must get them together. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, starring Jeff Goldblum as... Dr. Benny Graves. Yes. <laughs> Tom oh, Atkins. Oh, 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 Tom Atkins as John. <laughs> oh my God, I'm coming. Jamie Lee Curtis as Stephanie. Okay. Barbara Crampton as Melissa. Uh-huh. Bruce Campbell as Jessup. Matthias Gumbo fascinates me. I shall distribute your scripts. Uh, do not look at your scripts. Like, for, like, don't go past what I give you. Okay. I don't want you guys, like, spoiling the endings. Ben, John Olds. This is amazing. Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> Melissa. Stephanie. This is such a great idea. Jessup. You get an A plus. Yeah, I us. wish I would thought of the fucking porn idea, though, now. I'm a little upset. <laughs> uh, we're doing that next episode. <laughs> Maybe next oh, time. Oh, cream pie. Oh. <laughs> your, your, your cream pie is fully baked. Okay. Jess guys, is going to go to programming. Just us all going, oh, if, oh, cream pie. Oh, oh, cream pie. Oh, oh, oh cream pie. Oh. If you want to improvise your lines a little bit, you can like add like sale of Satanisms to it. I've added some of that stuff, but like 90% of this is AI generated. Okay. Okay. It took me a very long time talking to this fucking thing and telling it what I wanted, but it is AI generated and BB generated. So I will be the narrator and also the killer. So, okay. Fade in. Exterior cabin night. Rain pours down, casting a gloomy ambiance over the secluded cabin. Thunder rubbles, ominously in the distance, blending with the sound of synthesizers. Secluded cabin night. A group of five friends, Ben, John, Stephanie, Melissa, and Jessup, sit around a table. They are here to record a podcast episode, equipped with retro audio equipment. (laughs) (laughs) The friends gather in a cozy living room, adorned with vintage furniture and neon lights. A boombox plays in the 80s hits. Caribbean queen! (laughs) Creating an atmosphere of nostalgia. Suddenly, the power goes out. What the hell was that? Looks like we're in for a spooky night. The group disperses to different rooms to investigate each room. <laughs> Consciously explores the kitchen, illuminated by a flickering candle on the counter. He hears a low growl coming from the doorway. Hello? Is someone there? This isn't funny, like my contributions to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the candle extinguishes abruptly, plunging the room into complete darkness. As he rummages through a drawer looking for matches, a figure emerges from the shadows, wearing a disheveled detective outfit. With what appears to be bloodstains on his shirt what, collar. What is it? The killer. <laughs> the killer slowly approaches Ben with a large, slobbering dog by their side. My only fucking weakness! <laughs> the name Hooch, engraved on the tarnished and bloody tag, is ferocious growls and chills down Ben's spine. Killer holding the leash. You should have known better, Benny. Man's best friend can also be his worst nightmare. What are you doing? Get that dog away from me. I have no experience with them. (laughs) (laughs) With an unsettling calmness, the killer releases Hooch from the leash. The massive dog charges at Ben, barking fiercely. Ben tries to defend himself, but Hooch overpowers him with sheer strength. Hooch attacks, ripping and tearing the flesh. The room becomes a chaotic battleground, blood splattering everywhere. Ben screams of terror (laughs) fill the air, (laughs) reverberating through the cabin. The sound reaches the other room. Where the remaining victims, John, Stephanie, Melissa, and Jessup, are engrossed in their own activities. Well, I die first? <laughs> yeah. I'm the black guy on this podcast? I mean, the 
Jew. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you got to make do with what you got. Uh, she used the uh, the uh, module that's anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I hate Jews. Okay, I want, you, I want you to do something for me now, okay? Stop telling me that. Okay, John? Did you guys hear that? I mean, normally Benny's super loud, so I feel like I would have known if Benny died or not. Ha ha ha. Oh, that's just Ben trying to scare us again. He always pulls these pranks. That's it, a prank! Ah! <laughs> you remember the time he drank a handle of Mad Dog and faked the spider attack? Classic Ben. Let him have his fun. <laughs> we know better than to fall for his tricks. <laughs> the group exchanges casual glances and continues with their respective tasks, unaware of the true horror unfolding just a room away. Meanwhile, Ben's scream intensified, filled with a genuine fear and desperation. <laughs> but his cries for help are drowned out by the song Hungry Like the Wolf, playing loudly on the boombox. Uh, we don't have the license for that. <laughs> <laughs> the sinister reality remains hidden, allowing the killer to carry <laughs> out their <laughs> macabre intentions. Like a coyote. Sometimes I'm really, really thirsty. <laughs> Into your cabin bedroom night. Cut to John sitting on the edge of the bed in a dimly lit bedroom, engrossed on a video game on his Game Boy. <laughs> the room is adorned with vintage movie posters and a Rubik's Cube on the dresser. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an original Game Boy, unsettling. John's like, I can't fucking see shit! <laughs> Suddenly, the door slowly creaks open, revealing the shadowy figure of the killer standing in the doorway, in a tattered shirt with unkept hair, his face smeared with dirt and grime, with a wild look in his eyes. <laughs> Who are you? What do you want? How come you don't have any meats with you? <laughs> Killer, a sadistic smile stretching across their face. Have you seen my friend Wilson? With a swift motion, the killer hurls a bloody volleyball oh. at John's head. It connects with a sickening thud, sending John staggering backward. Blood spurts from his forehead oh as he collapses God. to the floor unconscious. The killer then stands over John and spikes Wilson with a, such a savage force that his head explodes. Blood and brain matter splatter everywhere. Into your cabin living room night. Stephanie, Melissa, and Jessup on high alert exchange fearful glances. The distant thud scratches their attention, sending shivers down their spine. Oh my god, what was that? Melissa, grabbing a near object for protection. Be careful, guys, something's not right. Let's stick together. Safety in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they make their way towards John's bedroom, their footsteps echoing through the eerily silent cabin. Into your cabin bedroom night. The room is dimly lit, illuminated only by a flickering lamp. Bathed in a pool of blood lies the lifeless body of John, his face brutally disfigured <laughs> from a lethal blow inflicted by the killer. As Stephanie, Wilson, and Jessup rush into the room, their higher, horrified expressions mirror the realization that they are not dealing with a mere prank. Face is alive, juice is tasty, looking for that coyote. Oh my god, John, no! Stephanie runs down the hallway, crying, leaving Jessup and Melissa in John's room. <laughs> Melissa, voice trembling. We can't wait here. We have to get out of here. We have to find help. You're right. Let's split up and search for her. <laughs> Be careful, BB! <laughs> BB! <laughs> J5! Uh, Melissa nods, gripping her makeshift weapon tightly and heads towards the hallway leading to the bathroom. Into your cabin bathroom night. Stephanie slams the nervously locks the bathroom door behind her. She glances at her reflection in the vintage mirror. Her hands trembling. All <laughs> the, sound- oh, the glass is so old. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of her own rapid heartbeat fills the silence. Stay calm, Stephanie. You're a woman of science. Think logically. <laughs> <laughs> she splashes water on her face, attempting to calm herself. She hears a noise and turns to see a figure with a rugged appearance, a baseball cap pulled low over his face, slowly pulling back the shower curtain. 
The killer's grip tightens around a bloodstained baseball bat. Stephanie's eyes widen in terror as the killer lunges forward. She tries to back away, but her movements are restricted by the confines of the room. He brings the bat down with a bone-crushing force. She screams and her eyes begin to fill with tears. The killer raising the baseball bat yelling, There's no crying in baseball! There's no crying? There's no crying in baseball! (laughs) Some time passes. Melissa makes her way to the bathroom. Interior cabin bathroom night. Melissa pushes open the bathroom door, a flickering light bulb casting an eerie glow over the small space. Her heart races with trepidation, unsure of what awaits her inside. She gasps in horror as she catches a sight of Stephanie's lifeless body sprawled on the tiled floor, surrounded by a pool of blood. Her mind struggles to comprehend the gruesome scene before her. Melissa, whispering filled with shock. Dear Lord, Stephanie! No, this can't be happening! She slowly backs away from Stephanie's lifeless body, stumbling down the hallway. Tears well up in Melissa's eyes as the weight of the situation crashes down upon her. The realization that her group of friends is being mercilessly hunted sinks in, leaving her paralyzed with fear. Suddenly, a noise resonates from a nearby room, shattering the silence. Melissa's body tenses, her survival instincts kick in. She runs down the hallway to the stairs and out the front door. Melissa whispering to herself, Jessup, where the fuck are you? Into your cabin, study room night. Jessup cautiously enters the study room, holding a flashlight. He glances around, his eyes drawn to a dusty shelf filled with old books and magazines. Curiosity peeks his interest and he walks closer, his footsteps echoing in the room. His flashlight beam reveals a stack of weathered hustler magazines <laughs> hidden amongst the books. Jessup's eyes widen, a mix of surprise and intrigue crossing his face. I like that Steph is dead. <laughs> Jess is like, oh no. <laughs> he knows not. Well, well, what do we have here? He picks up one of the magazines, flipping through the pages. A sly grin spreads across his face momentarily distracting him from the horrors unfolding in the cabin. God damn, those awesome long butts! <laughs> Jessup's amusement fades as he senses foreboding washes over him. He sets the magazines aside, the allure of the discovery losing its appeal. Something's not right. <laughs> he swiftly exits the study room, an unsettling feeling gnawing at him. The weight of the situation dawns on him, and he hurries down the dimly lit hallway, his mind filled with apprehension. Exterior cabin, front yard, night. Melissa reaches her Trans Am, her breath coming in ragged gas. She fumbles with the keys, trying to insert them in the lock. But her trampling hands make it difficult. Melissa desperate, come on, come on. She hastily unlocks the door and slides into the driver's seat, her heart pounding in her chest. Locking the door, she quickly starts the car. The engine roars and she slams it into reverse. Then she hears a coming coming from the back seat. Or humming coming from the back seat. Sorry. Coming. <laughs> oh, it's me, Melissa. <laughs> so she hears a humming coming from the back seat. Her eyes widen in horror as she catches the glimpse of the killer in the rearview mirror. His tattered cowboy hat sits low on his head, <laughs> obscuring his eyes. He's a different hat on every As time. he twirls a bloody lasso menacingly <laughs> in his hand. Killer mockingly. Howdy, partner. Looks like you found a friend in Stephanie. Shame she couldn't stick around to play. Melissa's <laughs> screaming, no! Her panic, she crashes the car into a tree, hitting her head on the steering wheel. The killer lunges forward from the back seat and swiftly loops the lasso around Melissa's neck, pulling it tight with a cruel grip, whispering, you've got a friend in me until the very end. you got a friend in me. <laughs> You're my favorite deputy. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa gasps for air, her eyes bulging out, clawing at the rope. But her struggle is in vain. Her face turns purple, and her body goes limp. The killer releases the lasso, letting her lifeless form slump in the driver's seat. 
Interior cabin, living room night. Jessup stands alone in the dimly lit living room, his brow furrowed with concern. The silence hangs heavy, broken only by the faint crackle of the fireplace. He clutches the stack of old Hustler, hustler magazines, a temporary distraction from the crawling unease. Hmm, <laughs> where did everyone go? They should be back by now. <laughs> cream pies, cream pies, cream pies. <laughs> Just as he flips through a page, a sound startles him. A muffled voice, barely discernible, comes from the direction of the basement. Jessup's curiosity peaked. He sets aside the magazine and listens intently. Voice is off screen, calling out, Jessup, it's me. Come down to the basement. We found something incredible. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is it a dog walking on two legs? <laughs> Jessup's side widened in surprise, recognizing the voice as that of one of his friends. But his unease intensifies, overshadowing any excitement. Something doesn't feel right, but I can't leave them alone down there. <laughs> He reluctantly sets aside the magazines and heads towards the basement, his apprehension growing with each step. Interior cabin, basement staircase night. Jessup descends the creaky staircase, his heart pounding in his chest. The dimly lit basement feels colder, the shadows stretching like grasping fingers. His instincts scream to him to turn back, but he pushes on, driven by a mix of concern for his friends and a desire to uncover the truth. The voice becomes more distinct, leading him further into the depth of the basement. The fear clawing at his nerves, voice off the screen, enticing. Just a little further, Jessup. You won't believe what we found. Jessup steps falter, his mind filled with unsettling possibilities. Despite his growing fear, he cautiously moves forward. His senses heightened, ready for whatever awaits him in the basement. Eerie ombres. We're embraced. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the ombres. The ombres. My ombres. Guys, are you down there? <laughs> His voice echoes through the silent chamber, met only by chilling silence. As he takes a few more steps, he spots a horrifying sight. The naked, lifeless bodies of Ben, John, Stephanie, and Melissa lie sprawled on the cold, cold concrete floor, their eyes staring blankly into the void, except for John's, because he doesn't have a head. So. No! <laughs> Just some loose eyebrows. <laughs> no, this can't be happening to me! <laughs> he kneels beside each lifeless form, grief and shock washing over him. The weight of the tragedy presses heavily on his heart. Suddenly a, sh- suddenly, a shuffling sound catches Jessup's attention. He turns his gaze toward the corner of the basement, where a figure emerges from behind a boiler, walking towards him. With a peculiar gait, his face warped in a haunting expression, an eerie mix of innocence and malevolence. Killer smiling. Life is like a box of chocolate chips. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Jessup's eyes widen in disbelief and horror as he realizes the true nature of the killer. Without warning, the Forrest Gump lookalike features contort and shift, undergoing a ghastly transformation. The killer's body elongates, the skin stretching and warping. ET-like features emerge, the glowing eyes elongate fingers and wrinkled alien-like skin. The transformation is a horrifying blend of humanity and extraterrestrial horror. What are you? The transformed killer now resembles a nightmarish hybrid of Forrest Gump and E.T. <laughs> it takes a menacing step forward. Its unearthly voice resonates with a chilling echo. E.T.? Killer. Voice of. I am the darkness that lurks within innocence. The nightmares you never imagined, Jessup. <laughs> Jessup's legs tremble, barely supporting him as he musters the courage to face the abomination before him. but no amount of bravery can save him from the impending doom. The killer lunges at Jessup with blinding speed, overpowering him with supernatural strength. Jessup fights back with all his might, but it's futile. The killer's twisted form dominates, 
Its appendages wrapping around Jessup, ripping off his legs in a gruesome and blood-soaked display. Jessup collapsed to the ground, with writhing in agony. Killer whispering, Tana dance. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no legs. <laughs> the killer is hidden hanks. <laughs> Jessup screams in pain, lying on the blood-soaked floor. Stares up at the killer in disbelief. At E.T., fear and confusion fill Jessup's eye as he awaits an explanation. The killer's alien-like eyes gaze upon Jessup, a mix of malevolence and distorted innocence. Its voice, a haunting echo, fills the air. Killer, voice distorted. You see, Jessup, I was once a lost soul, wandering through the vastness of space. I observed your world in its strange ways. I yearn to understand the complexities of human existence. The transformer, transformed killer paces the <laughs> elongated fingers tracing the grotesque features on its face. Killer continued. But the more I observed, the more I realized the darkness that resides within. I witnessed the capacity for cruelty, capacity for destruction. It consumed me, Jessup. This curiosity turned into something far more sinister. Jessup's mind races, trying to comprehend the depths of the killer's motives. But why? Why target us? Why this gruesome transformation? The killer's alien-like eyes fixate on Jessup, filled with twisted glee. Killer relishing. You were merely pawns in my exploration of the humanity's capacity for fear, pain, and despair. I choose you, your friends, as subjects for my morbid experiment. And this transformation, this merging of human icon- iconography with... Extra- I- iconography. Iconography. <laughs> I can't say it. Iconography. <laughs> with my extraterrestrial essence. It serves as a symbol of your world's darkness, colliding with the unknown. Jessup's breath hitches as he grapples with the enormity of the killer's twisted purpose. The realization dawns upon him. There may be no escape from this malevolence that stands before him. You're a monster. The killer's distorted features contort into a grotesque grin. Its voice a mixture of sadistic pleasure and unearthly resonance. Killer savoring. Indeed, Jessup. I am the embodiment of your nightmares. And now it's time for your final dance with terror. Before the killer can strike, a distant siren wails outside, growing louder by the second. With a chilling final look at Jessup, E.T. slash killer swiftly disappears into the darkness of the basement, leaving behind a trail of Reese's pieces and blood. Jessup, slowly bleeding out, stares at the bodies of his friends as the sound of the approaching sirens grows closer, bringing the hope of salvation and justice. Fade out. This content may violate our content policy. If you believe this is to be an error, please submit your <laughs> feedback. <laughs> your input will aid our research in this area. And this has been E.T. Hanks, A Killer Disguise. <laughs> that is the way that you use it. Dun, dun. Oh my God. And this all came from me telling it. Write a horror movie script where the killer dresses as different Tom Hanks characters, <laughs> but it's really E.T. <laughs> oh my God. That's like Amazing. really And me impressive. going back and forth with it or quite some time and then like saying like okay that was good but now like add this add this yeah. so I was yes. like is Jesse the final girl what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> how many how many he had to be if it was ET how many iterations did you have to do before you got to that like probably 50 like it takes a very long time and like it isn't a coherent script like this it's just like pieces that I then had to like stitch together stitch mm. together so I was like okay I like this. I like what you did there. Like, you <laughs> add this. 
I like what you did there. <laughs> Melissa, good, Melissa, like... you fickle bitch, please. <laughs> kill me. Kill me, Melissa. Yeah, I, I just keep thinking of the, the toast robot from Rick and Morty. What is my purpose in life? You butter toast. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, that was amazing. Wow. Yeah. I think Steph had the most fun with that. She loved it. Oh, I love it so much. Because every killer, I was like, "Who is? What is this killer gonna be?" And then I was like, "It's fucking Woody." I mean, was that the day, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so no, there was, of course, what, there what? was Turner and Hooch. It's just yeah. all, and then yeah. there was um, Lieutenant Dan. There was Wilson or what? what now, did you? Away. Cast away. Away. Did you have to say like? Ben is killed by Turner and Hooch. Yes. So and then you'd have to be like, here's how he dies. I let it pick who it wanted first. And the first iteration, it gave me um, his character from uh, the Da Vinci Code, which sucks. Oh, yeah. And not, then not fun. for the longest time, I tried to keep in his character, um, Andrew Beckett from Philadelphia. But it just, oh, it just it didn't work. He kept stabbing you with a needle oh. and, yelling, <laughs> and yelling that he had the cure for you. <laughs> Like, oh, like, like the problem was like you couldn't really tell who that character was sure, like, sure. based on so it was just like eh, I gotta use ones oh, where like man, you can tell good. you have AIDS AIDS now AIDS <laughs> you have AIDS AIDS baby he doesn't have like memorable lines no he doesn't sure, sure. he doesn't have yeah. description and there weren't really any quotes from like, man Turner comes in fucks Antonio Banderas <laughs> as you watch no, uh, man, no. man enters room with and then in the, in the bottom with AIDS <laughs> Bruce Springsteen sings in the background <laughs> there'd be one where he's like Freddy takes you to the airport he's like now you in the airport with me <laughs> oh my god that was so fun that was super yeah. fun it was alright guys we'll see you on the main episode on Say You Love Satan Cream Pie Cream Pie Jesse Jesse full oh, cream pie oh, fully baked cream pie because of the end of civilization the clamp cable network now leaves the air we hope you have enjoyed our programming but more importantly we hope you have enjoyed 